Hey, and welcome to Tomorrow. I'm your host, Joshua Topolsky. Today on the podcast, we discuss Pendulette, Hellblade, and BBM. I don't want to waste one minute. Let's get right into it. You know, Ray and I are BBM buddies now. Oh, God. We were talking about moving. We say we should move the whole team off of Slack and onto BBM. Honestly, it kind of rules. Except he's not responding to my current BBMs. They have some really wild, like, stickers. It's, like, pretty cool that BBM still exists, honestly. I, I can't res- believe it exists. Can you get it on other platforms? I think you can get it on Android. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe you can get it on iOS, too. Let me see. BBM for iOS. Yeah, BBM Enterprise. I don't know. And BBM.com has has, has a message. It's time to say... Time to say goodbye to BBM. BBM Consumer has signed off as an alternative BlackBerry's offering BBM Enterprise. Uh, anyhow, I love it. I love it. I think it's great. Uh, I guess you can't get the consumer version anymore unless you have a BlackBerry. But I'm thinking about sending everybody a BlackBerry and, uh, you know, Passport or Classic, depending on your, you know, what you really <laughs> want to do, how, how wide you want to Depending com- on how you identify. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's, you know, <laughs> the, the two genders. Uh, Blackberry Classic, <laughs> Blackberry Passport. Anyhow, <clears throat> hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? We're back. This was a very unusual start to the episode. You know, yeah, throwing everybody a, a curveball. Curve. I don't think people are familiar with the fact that we usually get on, talk for a while, and then start the show. <laughs> people don't know that that before the show begins, it seems like we don't have any plan whatsoever. Which is usually true, but we do have an extensive conversation before we actually begin the podcast, which usually the way that we start the podcast is usually we're like, you know, we should just talk about this on the show. Yeah. And then, then we're like, let's start recording. Uh, but anyhow, clearly, you know, um, we just started today. With, it's a little unorthodox and I'm loving it. I'm right now looking at the BlackBerry Passport. This is like every six months I'll like look on Amazon to see if I should just to be like, should I buy a BlackBerry Passport? But I have to say I'm mad because they got rid of the thing that I like best about the classic, which is the little trackpad, the little touchpad that you can use, Yeah, which I, which I love. And there's a little like you get a little arrow like in the browser, like it's a tiny little computer. <laughs> it's so fucking good. I Anyhow. really do miss like a physical keyboard. I understand I would be slower on it, but mm. there's something about the clicking and clacking Ugh, feels I love so it good. I love it honestly I gotta tell you I mean I I I have I've been you know because I I have a Blackberry classic that I've been using I put an actual sim in it uh and it's like my secondary phone and I I keep finding myself like going back to it there's just something about it I don't know what it is and honestly it's crazy because it it feels faster than the Blackberry key too you know, like, which mm. is their Android phone. It just seems like yeah. it works better than that. I mean, I wish it, like, I kind of wish there was another, it's sort of a bummer that we're stuck with, like, iOS and Android, and that's it for mobile operating systems. I know. Like, it just feels like there could be more, you know? I mean, we should talk. I uh, switched to a foldable. Yeah. I am now using a Samsung phone. I've been a lifelong iPhone user. I am you're, now you're an a Android fold. user. You're a fold man. Yeah, I put I got the the Galaxy third gender Z fold. <laughs> <laughs> I got the Galaxy Z Flip 5G. Mm-hmm. I like it. <laughs> I like it. I'm obsessed with it. I like like using it. I miss when my phone closing. I used it for a day and then took my iPhone out to like do something on it and I tried to close the iPhone 
like it was a flip phone and then I couldn't. And I was like, oh shit, I, that's how accustomed I am to this now. I I really like it. I, there are things I miss about um, iOS, obviously, but mm. I don't know. It's it, Android is not as Wild West as I thought it would be. Although, god damn, Samsung puts a lot of shit on your phone. Yeah, I'll be honest with you. I was... Uh fooling around with the pixel 4 xl with the new version of um android on it mm-hmm. and it's it's it i like i i think the new ios is is a, a leaps and bounds in terms of like functionality it's like very very new uh sort of you know new vistas for ios and that's great but like android 11 from a pure functionality standpoint, just a pure like getting shit done, how quickly can I do something? How easy is it to do things? It is like a whole other, just it's on a whole other level. And it's it, the thing is like people don't know because they're jumping through the same, and I've talked about this before, we're jumping through the same hoops on iOS we've been jumping through forever. And you kind of lose sight of the fact that... Well, you get used to doing the workaround as if it's a logical thing you right. should be doing. No, no, like sharing on iOS is absurdly difficult and time consuming and confusing and just like this constant sliding you know just sliding around of trying to figure out where the thing is it's it's, there's i mean you don't realize it but the actual kind of like under some of the underlying ux ideas that were presented like in ios 7 are still hanging around and they suck and nobody's really like gotten in there because everybody's kind of used to doing it and anyhow, so it's so so it's I'm always like sort of impressed and surprised when I go back to Android and I'm like, oh God, it's good. I do agree Samsung puts a bunch of shit on their phones. It's like totally unnecessary. Oh my God. It took me, I gotta say, like three hours to get logged into everything. Then yeah. I had to put another two hours just sitting on my couch, like turning it closer to the Pixel experience because obviously the software on the Pixel has never been the problem. Yeah. I did message you at like, uh, one night randomly because I was playing with the pixel and I was just like, I hate this phone. I hate how it feels. I do not like the hardware, but I love the hardware on this, but I don't, it, it feels so great. I have like a D brand dark wood skin on it. So it looks just like classy as hell, like a little mm. compact. Mm. Um, the pink is beautiful, but the Samsung just put so much cruft in there that like I had to just go out and like delete as much as I could of their pre-installed crap and disable all this stuff and like turn off like they they still have the like button the digital like buttons as part of the screen at the bottom which like with the gestures you don't really need that like why is that there why do we have like a it's just ugly and like there's just so much stuff to disable and like and like reconfigure but the beautiful thing is on android you can that I wasn't really I was never living with options like this before so yeah um it's nice. I like it. I, you know, I'm probably still going to get the new iPhone when it comes out. Um, but I really do like it. And I love, I, you know what? I, I, the foldable thing is great. It's great. I, I like it. I think it's good. I Obviously, it's not for everybody. And it's not like totally there yet. But I think it's good. I like how small my phone is. And when it's open, I don't really notice that there's like a little, you know, a little crease in the middle. Like I don't really notice that. I yeah. think it's great. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I, I don't see myself going to a, um, a foldable Android phone anytime soon, just for lots of different reasons. I mean, obviously, I'm not going, I'm not going to switch full on back to um, Android because now I'm in like you know iOS and iMessage world, and you know that's it for me. I'm done now. I'm retired from 
full-time switching phones, but I do like to have a second or third device says, laying around. Says the guy doing BBM. <laughs> says the guy who's literally pricing out a BlackBerry Passport as we speak. Um, <laughs> the But I will say, but I mean, that's the thing is like, I think there needs to be, you know, actually what I've been doing with the BlackBerry is like, I only have my personal email on there and I haven't really, it's really like a phone for when I'm not working and it's actually really nice, you know, mm-hmm. and when I'm not really like doing much except some email and maybe some text messages and maybe a little BBM with Ray, um, you know, and like maybe browsing Twitter a little bit though. I'm like increasingly getting just so bored and frustrated by looking at Twitter. Um, you know, I, I, you know, it's like, what, what do I do? What do I do with my devices when I'm not working? Very little, to be honest with you. Um, well, that Very is I, that's why I like the foldable. I, first off, it's smaller. I think I do think the like smaller foldable is the way to go because if I want a tablet experience, like I'll pull the iPad out. Um, but I like that when it's closed and to the side, I can't glance over without like tapping on the little screen. I can't like see notifications or be distracted. I just it's it's a way, and like I really do value that because if it wasn't for that, like I would just be on Slack all day long, like all night long. Like I would never leave it um, because it's just there and you feel like you should. And what if you miss something? Um, and I do like that. Like it's like physically away from me. And also I love sassily closing it when I'm done with a phone call. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, that's the nice thing is that, you know, you can just uh, slam it shut when you want, when you really want to send a message. I mean, you're really sending a message to yourself, but you know, yeah, that's or the, to John. <laughs> that's the important thing. Um, right, to John, exactly. Uh, so anyhow, so big news, big news this week. A lot of stuff oh that God, happened this week. Oh, my God, what a week. I mean, forget about my BlackBerry obsession. Let's talk about – I mean, what do you want to talk about first? There's so many I mean, items. there's – I mean, uh, there's another small company that was doing stuff. Apple, I think they're called. Mm. Um, they've got new iPads and Apple Watches. and I love it. Um, I'm loving it. They had a it. very long presentation, and they explained to us that the new iPad Air is more powerful than the iPad Pro, which is a little confusing. Very um, confusing. <laughs> very confusing. And you can use the pencil on it, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, it, so, and it's, uh, it, it adopts the, like, you know, bezel, tiny bezel design and all the gestures or whatever. And it's got Touch yeah, ID now, which yeah. people are very excited about. You're well, I'm very excited about I'm very excited about Touch ID. I mean... Yes. So there's a new iPad, which is the cheap. Now it's the whatever the cheap. They have so many iPads. Oh they my just god! Have, so they just have. IPads. They have so many iPads. They have. They have the iPad. Hold on. You could literally draw a box just freehand anywhere in your life, and they have an iPad in that size. First off, they have an. <laughs> they have. They sell an iPad. Number one. Okay. Yeah. That's a product. Just the iPad. Okay. That starts at uh. What's the price point? The iPads at, know uh, the dinky cheapest three twenty nine, three twenty nine. Then they have somehow weirdly they're still selling the iPad Mini. When's the last time they updated this thing? Oh my god, like five years ago. No, I guess it has pencil support, but maybe only Gen One pencil support. This is absurd. This is a nonsense, and it's just like, I mean, the design itself, like the physical design of the iPad Mini, is five or six years old. No, it's the iPad Mini design. I don't think it's changed at all from when they first released it. I mean, I yeah. I literally have like several versions of these. I like the form factor of the Mini. I just think it's like update it or get rid of it. I don't know. Just maybe they're selling a lot of them. I don't know. At any rate, so they have the iPad. They have the iPad Mini. What does the iPad Mini start at price wise? That's an affordable. I'm going to give you a number here. It's going to start at uh, uh, three ninety nine. So the iPad Mini, Jesus more expensive. Christ. Is more expensive than the base model 
iPad. Three ninety nine for yes. the iPad Mini. Correct. Correct. Okay. Then we have the new iPad Air, which is basically the first gen. No, sorry, the second gen iPad Pro, eleven inch, which I have. That's my iPad that I use. Yeah, it's, it's but the in same fun thing. colors with a new processor. Fun colors with a new processor, and it's like 0.1 inches smaller. 10.9 okay. inch display instead of 11 inch, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so then there's the then there's the iPad Pro. Which right? is less powerful than the Air. Well, I don't know. I mean, is that correct? Let yes. me look at, let me do a comparison. It is. At any rate, it's a lot. <laughs> It's a lot of iPads. I'm going to compare right now. And 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 the Pro comes in multiple sizes. I'm going to compare the i. So so they don't have. Wait a second. They don't have an 11 inch. Okay, let's compare the iPad Air fourth generation. Here we go. So yeah, it's got an A14 uh, Bionic chip as opposed to the A12Z, which is what is in the um, iPad Pro. Um, it only goes up to 256 gigs of storage. So that's, it's worse there. It has a less good camera, but I mean, honestly, you know how I feel about people using their iPads, uh, for photo taking. Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. It's compatible with the, with the keyboard thing, the horrible keyboard thing that yeah, sucks, that no I hate, one which I hate, buy. which I hate. It, it sucks so bad. It's one of the worst devices ever. Um, it makes the iPad more useful, but then it also does like things twice as bad as a computer it really reminds you of how not a how much not a computer the ipad is Mm -hmm. um anyhow so yeah so okay so whatever they've got a bunch of new ipads they have this new ipad air uh in different colors which is fun certainly fun i certainly would love to own the green ipad air i'm not going to but i'd love to uh then they announced new apple watches yeah uh apple watch series six and then also apple watch se which is like a combination of previous generations, but much cheaper. It's like $279, which is a killer price for an yeah. Apple Watch. If you're it's for sticking on your teen or elderly family member and knowing yeah. where they are. Or just being like, or just being like, I want, you know, the health tracking features and I want to have, you know, some fun, whatever, be able to take a call on my watch or whatever, but I'm not like going all in on this thing. Um, but they're still selling these series three as well. Which, which is, is weird to me. Which is selling for $200. So they have a $200 watch. They've got a $279 watch. They have a $400 watch. And then it goes up from there. So the Series 6 adds some important stuff. Blood oxygen uh, monitor. Uh, but they, but Apple's, and blood oxygen is very important now because blood oxygen is one of the ways that uh, they they kind of see if people are having, you know, the kind of respiratory issues that are associated with a little something that I like to refer to as COVID-19. Um, <laughs> but they were, and they're like, yeah, blood oxygen, so important in knowing about what's going on with COVID-19 and so important. And so it's such a great time to have a blood oxygen monitor. But then they're kind of like, but actually this blood oxygen monitor is not for medical purposes and should not be consulted if you're thinking that you maybe have COVID. I mean, my impression is they're kind of are like, uh, yeah, we don't really think you should use this for actual blood oxygen monitoring. It's just like a nice addition to your to your health information. Um, and then they did this thing, which is okay, fine. That's nice. You know, great. There's going to be people just 
Yeah, wellness. It's about wellness. Then there's going to be people definitely they're going to be like, I have COVID. My blood oxygen looks weird. I know. Um, We're people who are going to put them on like incorrectly. And oh, by the way, these aren't medical devices. So the readings. Could right. Be that's wrong. what I mean. They're not medical devices. Yeah. That's exactly right. um, but people are going to be taking their masks on and putting their masks off on TikTok and being like, see, when I put my mask on, the watch beeps. And when I take it off, it doesn't yeah. beep. Yeah, this is the end. It's to control definitely. us. Put chips in our brains. Because hey, Bill listen, Gates pandemic started Apple. Plandemic, man. Plandemic. You know what I'm saying? So we had a great meme the other day, by the way, about Bill Gates. It was like it was about like these incels or whatever who are really into Elon Musk. And it was like it was like a, this cartoon. And it was like uh you know the one of the meme guys you know the crying guy or the other guy yeah. and it was like you know bill it, he was like saying like the vaccine is fake bill gates just wants to use it as a way to put microchips in us and then you know they're like really mad about it and then it was like elon musk is like i want to put microchips in you and they're like oh my god elon i love you so much oh yeah 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 i saw that <laughs> It's like it is like it's very. I mean, listen, I'm not doing it justice. Okay, I'm just describing a meme to you on a podcast, which is very uncool. And uh, and frankly, I should lose my podcasting license for it. There was people who put together a compilation of um, Bill Gates, like people writing about Bill Gates on Facebook, and I didn't know that Bill Gates founded Apple and Sony and Samsung. And people don't know, like people don't Google. know. I was one of the things I was I was one of the things I've been like thinking about a lot is like how little people know like like what's going on. Yeah, like like people don't know any. They're like just so much stuff is all like weirdly smashed together in people's brains like mm -hmm. they they think that like people think that sony and microsoft are the same company like mm -hmm. they don't know that like the xbox and the playstation are like actually different things it's like i think i mean i think about this all the time and i know i've talked about it many times in this podcast but i think about the cnn reporting about obama's blackberry which is like oh, i think yeah, i think yeah, it's yeah. something i think about all the time because they were like conflating the idea of an actual blackberry with some other device and they were using them interchangeably as if a blackberry was just a type of thing and it's, it's like you're it's like you're fucking cnn you know it might be good <laughs> if you know the difference between those things it's like one was like a secure device created by the government and the other was a blackberry <laughs> anyhow the point is obama did keep his blackberry and that's why we have the the American carnage you're now witnessing on the streets <laughs> of Portland and on the streets of, I assume, other places, Kenosha, you know. By the way, Trump is tweeting from a an unupdated iPhone with that still has the button on the bottom. So I, know. I swear, you know? <laughs> I swear we weren't going to talk about Trump, but you I know, know with all, we said we would. And with all the with all the American carnage happening, it's hard to ignore it. Oh, I just found the meme. Hold on a second. <laughs> Hold on. This is really good. I just want to share this with you. Just looking at it. It's very good. And you can go check out when you, this post goes up. We'll put it in the post for you. Um, <laughs> oh, this meme is good. Sorry. I hate to be laughing about a meme while we're on this. Uh, yeah, I retweeted this. Podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, but I have to say I love the crying man. He's such a good movie. The crying guy with like a little stubble and the glasses. Yeah, he's it's really, bald. It's really good. <laughs> you can tell you can just tell he's like, yeah, he's like a it's like a vegan, suburban vegan or something. I'm gonna talk about we're gonna talk about veganism in a little bit, actually. But but hold on. So Apple released a bunch of stuff. Honestly, I feel nothing about it. I feel nothing. I feel I'm not excited. I'm not gonna buy any of it. I don't need any of it. I don't need any of it. I don't want any of it. I, I would not. I have the Series 4 watch. I think it's great. I get a lot of use out of it. I've come around on the watch. The first version, I was like, this thing sucks. It took four versions later. I was like, yep, this is good and I like it. Um, it does 
what I needed to do, it's fine. I do not need blood oxygen monitoring. I do not need on, frankly, I've already got too much information about my body. Whenever I check out my heart rate on the ECG thing or whatever, it's like inconclusive. I'm like, great. That you not, you've put me in a worse position. Now you're supposed to go like normal heart rate, but normally it's like when I check it, like, I'm like, wow, my heart's beating a little fast. You know, I've had like six cups of coffee or something and it's like inconclusive result. It's like, okay, great. Like maybe find a way to make the inconclusive result a little bit more conclusive. That's just an idea. Um, so look, that isn't so, all that they announced, though. They also announced their Fitness Plus service, which is oh, right, a Peloton right. competitor. Yes, they're and they're bundling it. that with all their other services with calling it Apple One. Yeah. I mean, well, people are saying it's a Peloton competitor, and obviously it competes with anybody who's selling you know, fitness programming over the internet, right? Uh, yeah, but they Peloton do have like is, a cast of friendly faces where they're yeah. like, your trainer is Bob. He loves but, but hanging out with any, you. They didn't steal any um, – like they didn't steal any of like the Peloton people, right? No. Like they didn't steal my favorite Peloton guy, whose name I can never remember, who I've only re- ridden with once because you know I immediately had a horrible injury the last time I used my Peloton. Peloton coaches, is that what they're called? Yeah, I think they're called. I think it's like Peloton coaches salary. Oh, Alex Toussaint, that's my guy. Love him. See, I'm a Cody Rigsby boy. But, okay, I don't you know. know. I don't do that. I, I Cody Rigsby. Yeah, I don't know Cody. I'm not familiar with Cody's work. Let me get some Cody does up the here. like Gaga Disney rides. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. That sounds very on brand for you. Uh, anyhow, no, Alex is good, man. Alex Toussaint's great. But um, unfortunately, the last time I rode with Alex, I had a horrible injury and now I um, am out of commission. Actually, my injury seems to have healed a little bit, which is be, and now I'm able to ride a bike. Have I talked about my bike thing yet? I have, right? Three times. Three times. I'm very, well, I haven't ridden much lately because I got a, uh, I recently got a, um, uh, an injection into my, into my spine to fix my pinched nerve. And I'm apparently like a, you were very brave. Very brave. <laughs> I was so brave that I had a full-on panic attack during the procedure and like was turning white. And they're like, don't sit up because you'll pass out. And <laughs> they're like, okay, it was like five minutes. They're like, okay, we're done. They're like, don't sit up. You've just turned white and you need like a cold compress. Um, I'm a very cool customer when it comes to getting needles put into my neck and spine. Um, they didn't actually go into my spine, but you know what I mean? They're near the spine. Um, at any rate, so yeah, so Apple announces fitness thing. I mean, look, it's it's a it, the world has changed. It may never go back to being the way it was post pandemic. I mean, I don't think gyms are going to experience a until there's a vaccine, and even when there's a vaccine, like you have to understand this: the flu vaccine that exists now that we get every year. Which, by the way, I need to get my flu vaccination. The flu vaccine that we get is only like sixty percent effective, or something. Or seventy percent effective. I'm not sure. I'm, those numbers. Yes, I may but be if making we those all up. got it, and if we all get the vaccine, we can get to a place where it is eliminated. Well, like we're we not all getting it, are diseases. we, Ryan? We no, are, we're not. not we're no, not we're doing not. that. No. But so, but so, even when there's a vaccine for uh, COVID nineteen, it will not be. You will not be a hundred percent guaranteed that you definitely will not get uh, coronavirus. You know. And so I just think we are in a state of the world where things are going to change really dramatically. I mean, you see these, you've, I assume you've read these stories. Everybody has heard these stories about like these, you know, a lot of people are moving out of cities and they're moving to the suburbs. And like, that's like that alone, that that's happening at any level of scale is now obviously it's just for the blue states where people's lives don't matter according to Donald Trump. But, um, you know, just in highly populated urban areas. It's actually not just in the blue states. It's all over. But anyhow, the point is, 
Uh, I do think like Apple getting into the fitness game in this way makes a lot of sense. Um, they have they had these like remember they have these like Apple U things, which yeah. I feel like you know we don't nobody talks about, but like it they exist. And um, do they still do like iTunes U? I don't. And is that what it's called iTunes U? I don't know. Some I don't kind know. of like you can sit in at classes at Harvard, and it was like, guess what? Unless I'm going to get the degree, I'm not doing. That. Yeah, well, that's like master class where it's like you know I don't need to hear Aaron Sorkin like tell me about how he gets an idea. Like I don't think I'm going to be able to get. <laughs> Sometimes a lot. I'm taking a dump and I think about Trump. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to be able to get like a lot out of that. Um, <laughs> at any rate. At any rate, oh, sorry. <laughs> okay, so 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 wait, so wait. So I think it may kind of makes sense, sort of. I mean, whatever. I feel like they're just kind of throwing shit at the wall to see what sticks. It's like News Plus. Like, do you know anybody who who, you, who subscribes to News Plus? No. They keep trying to like, I, they, they fucking try to get me to open that news app all the time. And then I'm like, they're like, hey, have you tried News Plus? And I'm like, they're like, read this Bloomberg article. All you have to do is pay $10 a month or something. And I'm like, the Bloomberg article is available for free on the internet. Like, I can actually go open the article online right now. And if, and I, if, run I, out wanted- of my, if I run out of my three free articles, I can use an incognito browser. So I don't want to, like, take money out of the hands of great journalists. But the reality is, like, Apple News Plus is an unmitigated disaster and failure, and nobody cares about it. because it, it- I think people saw the New York Times succeed with subscribers and thought, I'll do that, and without realizing they're not the new york times i mean certain things can succeed succeed with subscriptions many things can't the idea that uh like who's paying for the bundle's bizarre digital app right the bundle is like you know i guess if you don't subscribe to anything at all and you yet you want to which is like a weird thing like you are a person who doesn't subscribe to new york magazine or uh, the los angeles times or you know, Vanity Fair, whatever the fuck is included in the bundle. And you're suddenly like, I'd like to read all of those. You know, it's a pretty good deal, I guess, if you want to read like magazines on your phone. Um, I just think, I just think it's out of sync with like how, I think Apple News itself is sort of like in sync with how people read, which is like, I want to see a page full of stories that are like somebody tells me are important because I don't I'm not going to go to every website and check well, them out. Instead of trying to adapt to what is what the internet is now, what culture is now, how people share information now and trying to adapt to what it is and improve it and like come up with solutions for modern problems, it's it's taking the old system and like shining it up and being like was this so bad and yeah. like you're right, it wasn't so bad. There were in some ways like magazines were better, but nobody's going backwards so like instead of doing that why not like i don't know i i i look at something like flipboard or google news and like it just makes a lot more sense to me but i you know apple apple does these big swings because if one of them works like apple music like if one of them works then they don't get killed by spotify you know what i mean and they can be a competitor so they do these big swings because for every news they are they get like a beats radio which does well so right yeah, I mean, well, Beats Radio, I don't think is doing that well, though. I mean, is it? I think it I does mean, well for them because, I mean, it's a loss leader, right? Like, they they do Beats Radio because it keeps a good relationship with artists. And, like, like you know, Nicki Minaj does an hour-long radio show or whatever. And it keeps people, like, engaged with Apple Music as a relevant brand. And, like, you know, Lady Gaga does, like, a DJ session once a month for, like, three yeah, months but like, or whatever it but is. But, like, I think Apple Music itself is obviously succeeding because they've they've forced it into people's you know, 
they forced it onto people in some way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I do think that that's one of the only things they have that they can say. That and, like, they do those concerts or whatever. I think that they can say, like, you know, there is something he, like there is something that keeps us relevant or whatever, and we're not just the default. Um, whereas Spotify obviously kills it because they've, from the bottom up, rethought. Right. Right. I mean, I just think, um, I just think, you know, I, Look, the bundle is the bundle makes sense for Apple for some fundamental reasons. I think it's like a lot of people have Apple Arcade and Apple Music and pay for some storage, which is honestly Apple should just give the storage away, but pay for I know, it's iCloud. It's shocking that we have to pay for iCloud. Well, I pay for I pay for Google uh storage, but it's like I mean the numbers are I mean I can't remember what my numbers are. Let me go to um how do I see my like Google plan? I pay for plan. two terabytes from Google and from Apple. And frankly, I have, I think, a terabyte in Google's drive. And with Apple, I literally only use it for backups. Yeah, I have, I'm paying $100 a year for two terabytes of storage on Google. And I've used, as of today, 250 gigabytes. <laughs> oh my so God. I might, I might not be using it enough. You know, oh, I, I definitely, I definitely use Google Drive a lot. No, no, I um, use it, a, I use it a lot too. I mean, and that's like, that's like my kind of. I mean, I also have Dropbox, but I think it's just, I think I just have I like hate uh, Dropbox. I no, hate I hate it. it too. I, I hate it too, and it's I like, hate it. It poorly integrates with things, but I mostly use, I do use Dropbox for some things, like my screen, like I'm a, I do a lot of screenshot you uploading. Do, you, you do a lot of screenshots from Dropbox. Yeah, well, I'm always like, I'm always, I always got to like point shit out to people. You know, I'm like, this is broken. So, you know, it's very important, very important for me that, um, you know, that I'm, uh, I'm able to screenshot effectively. Um, but at any rate, uh, you know, it makes sense for them because some of their subscriptions are worth paying for and some of them aren't. But they who, need Apple? to get people, yes, and they need to get people on board with all of them so that they can, you know, justify their services growth to their stockholders. Well, yeah. So, so let me be clear. I'm. Let me talk to you. Let's talk about like. But let's get personal, okay? I guess I'm paying for Apple TV. I think. No, it doesn't it just come free with every device or whatever. Maybe I don't know. Maybe I got it. Free. I might have gotten it free with something. Maybe my iPhone or or something. Okay, Apple Arcade. I'm paying for. I'm not quite sure why. I mean, Zelda played a few games and then kind of was like, eh. Every once in a while, we'll look at and maybe there's something like that she wants to try to like check out and then she gets bored of it in five minutes. Um, iCloud. I'm paying some money for. Uh, I'm paying for Apple Music. I'm not paying for Apple News. You know. So what are what are my options here? I, I mean, got Apple my... News for free from Uber as a reward for like when I was traveling a lot, you know, pre-COVID. Yeah. yeah. And I got like six months free and I opened it one time and I went, oh my God, this is great. You know what? I'm Maybe I'll be a magazine guy. And then yeah. I never opened it again. You're, you're like, <laughs> oh, I'm going to sit back on my iPad and page through this. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I thought. And then that, of course, never happened. I'm paying for, uh, I'm paying for 200 gigabytes of iCloud storage. And I'm not, and I have 75 gigs free right now. And that includes, and I'm on my family sharing plan. It's me and it's me and Zelda and Laura apparently is not involved in, in any way for some reason. Um, so that's a whole lot. She's probably paying a separate amount for, I mean, my guess is Laura and I are both paying for um, Apple music 
and some storage, which is yeah. I mean, this was all easier when I was paying, like when my whole family was on a family plan. But now that we don't speak to each other anymore, like it, it's gotten very expensive because you know you pay for HBO, Netflix, Apple's subscriptions, Google subscriptions, YouTube TV, your phone, obviously. Um, that that isn't even it. I can't even think of all the fucking things that I pay for, all the stupid subscriptions that I pay for, and. So it makes sense for them to bundle it together, but it also makes sense because once they have, once you've already paid because you're like, well, if I'm paying for Apple Arcade and Apple Music, it's basically the free for me to get all this other stuff. So I might as right. well. Right. Then you're like, why would I sign up for Google Drive? I already have two terabytes of iCloud storage or whatever bullshit. Right. Well, that's the, that's the top tier, right? You know, I, th- I think is so, the, yeah. is the two. I'm going to look, I want to look at my iCloud account right now. I said, here's by the, here's how much I pay attention to it. It's like, I don't even, I don't even know what plan I have, right? Okay, what are my subscriptions here? My subscriptions are, let me check out my Apple. Am I paying for the family plan on Apple Music? I feel like I am because I think Zelda's using the Apple uh, Music account. Um, apparently, I'm paying for Disney Plus. Uh, no, yes, um, which is, oh God, I don't Disney know how that Plus, happened. Hulu. I just recently got Amazon scammed into Prime. subscribing to Cinemax because we started <laughs> watching The Nick. Great show, by the way. Highly recommended. That Very was depressing. filmed next door to my old apartment and i watch the film all the time so i'm up god i'm still paying for itunes match i don't even remember what itunes match does i pay what is it 25 dollars a year what does it do what does it do i think it uploaded your old mp3s to give you a backup of i mean this is ridiculous this is absurd delete that i got it well no because then will it take away the things i've uploaded that's the thing with apple is like all their shit is kind of like janky like that it's like oh i stopped paying for app i uh, you know itunes match and now Things that were available to me in my Apple Music are gone. Like that shit happens all the time with Apple. Okay, so I'm paying for a family plan on on uh, music, which is fifteen dollars a month. Okay, and I'm paying for Apple TV. No, no, apparently I am paying for Apple TV five dollars a month. This is insane. I gotta I gotta get a free Apple TV subscription somehow. Um, so right there, that's twenty bucks, right? Plus, I'm paying for Apple Arcade. Yeah, there you are. You Which is another five dollars. So yeah. that's twenty-five dollars, right? Plus I'm paying three dollars a month for two hundred gigabytes of storage. So what's my number? Your twenty eight dollars? I'm at like twenty-eight dollars, all right. So what are my Apple One options? So it's still actually so all of the things I'm paying for, I'd st- I would save like eight dollars. Oh, it actually says this. Wait, is this is this like am I logged in and it's telling me what I'd save? I think that's what it's doing. It literally is like it has the middle tier is exactly what I have. And they're like, save $8 a month. And it's like, well, I just blew my $8 on Cinemax, okay? (laughs) 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 No, but I get it. But listen, here's the deal. Do I need two terabytes of storage, News Plus, and Fitness Plus? I absolutely fucking do not. I don't. I mean, I don't know. Are you using two terabytes of storage on your iCloud? No, I'm using uh, a little over 200 gigs for backups for right. iPad, iPhone, a bunch of other stuff. <clears throat> right. I mean, John's iPhone, John's iPad. Yeah, I guess if we were the whole family was backing up to that account, but still, like, I do think the middle plan makes a lot of sense for people. Probably, you know, yeah, like people like me at least. I'll probably do that, but I'm not going to go to the next tier. The other stuff is absolutely I'm not I don't need it. The only thing that can happen here is that I need more storage, but since I have the $8 of savings, I presume that you'll still be able to upgrade your storage individually, right? 
I don't know. It's also Unless Byzantine it's, and confusing. It's very bad. Just like everything they've done on the internet, it's like nothing makes any sense. It's very unclear. It's very hard to navigate. Remember mobile me? <laughs> Remember ping? Oh, I think about ping all the time. I have all these notes for <laughs> writing a feature about ping at some point when I have time. Yeah. So wait a second. They only have two plans. 200 gigabytes or two terabytes. That's my, those are my options. So, so here's what's going to happen is that if, if, if I go to the middle plan and, and like I put Laura on the plan as a family member, well, I still have 75 gigs open. I don't know. She's not, we're not storing that much shit in Apple's cloud. I mean, honestly, just pictures, pictures and video really more than anything. Anyhow, I think the long, we've talked through this far too much. The point is that it's, it's, it's an, it's an okay deal. I don't think it's groundbreaking. I don't think it's like, wow, like you get so much for so little, you know? And like Apple's made it very confusing to even know like what you're subscribing to. I mean, it's like, like that's the thing is like Apple TV. I was like, oh, I think I got like a deal where it was like I bought it or not Apple. Yeah. Apple TV plus whatever the fuck it's called. I think I bought like a new Apple TV and they gave me like a year of it. Maybe it was six months. I don't know. At any rate. Apple's bad at this stuff. I will be subscribing to the middle tier. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. All right. There's a lot of other news this week. Let's talk yes, about non-Apple We need to talk about the news. PlayStation. Did you order PlayStation. a PlayStation 5? The prices came out, by the way. They're $3.99 for the digital edition, $4.99 for the real version. And in order to counteract some of that Game Pass juice, they're throwing in old PS4 games for free with PlayStation Plus. I... Uh, I ordered a PlayStation 5. I... I although I have to say like I I'm not that thrilled about any of the games. I mean none of the games seem that good to me. Like, oh, you're not launch... you're not excited to play Hogwarts Legacy Transphobia the game? <laughs> yeah. I so they had this so they just had an event uh on Thursday. Uh no, Wednesday, sorry, Wednesday. of this week. It's it is Thursday right now, but when you hear this it'll probably be Friday if Ryan does what he's supposed to do, you know what I'm saying? Um the <laughs> uh but so 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 on wednesday they announced that the ps5 is coming out it's going to have uh what are the launch titles here are the launch titles you ready spider-man i'm reading from inverse.com check it out our sister site this is from this is old no this is from uh 9 so wait are these even accurate they have an updated post maybe there's five okay. launch titles. So if there are five, only five, only five, that doesn't seem like enough to me. And one of them is like a kid's game. So you're really talking four. one of so them is de- a game. Nobody wants to play. So, so, you're so really demon souls, three. demon souls is remake. a remake. Uh, I've never played the original, but I understand this is a game where you die a lot. Yeah. It's like a very not, difficult game, but it's, it's a cult classic and it is I'm not fun interested. and it's really satisfying no, when you finally do. Well. Uh, Spider-Man, Spider-Man, Miles Morales, I think, um, which looks fun. A lot of quick time events. It's funny. I was playing beyond two souls last night. I don't oh, know if you yeah. remember that game at all, oh, hell but yeah. I was like, I was like, this game is interesting. Like I played it for the, for the PS four, I guess like back in the day or three, maybe when it was released and I never finished it. And it was like on sale the other day. I'm like, Oh, you know, I'll check it out. And it's it is interesting, but it's it's really not very fun to play. Um, John has played Until Dawn three or four times through, and I played it once, and he watched me. He is obsessed with it. All he wants is a sequel to Until Dawn. And yesterday they showed that it was going to be part of like PS Plus free PS4 games or whatever with PS. They did. 
Uh-huh. And John until was like, Dawn oh! is a fun until Dawn is a fun game. <laughs> he was so My, excited, and then he realized it wasn't a sequel. And he was like, "Well, who who could have well, played that it? game? What is it? Just play a it already? Was just a remake? No, it's just like a it's just like a they're giving oh, yeah. you the PS4 no, version. You. No, thank you. Okay, so so the Spider Man game, Devil May Cry Five, like pff, whatever. I do not care about Devil May Cry at all. Never played one. Probably never will. Astro's Playroom. Don't know what it is. Don't care. It's a pack in. It's like a like a. It's their version of a Mario platformer. It's actually a really fun game. Um, but it's like a tiny pack in experience. It's not a real game. I mean, these games suck. Destruction All Stars. Whatever. Sackboy. Don't care. Fortnite. Don't care. Those are the launch titles. They're bad. Now, what are the Xbox launch titles? Hold on. Xbox. Oh, they're I'm not just... good either. Don't worry. Okay. So it's like the question we all have to ask ourselves is why am I scrambling to purchase any of these systems? Uh, here, well, the here... problem is to give them the benefit, to give yeah. the, to, to, to play devil's advocate for multinational billion dollar corporations. Yeah. COVID has really bumped back their ability to finish games in time. I mean, developers were in abusive crunch like situations to begin with. And to add to that working from home and all the complications and time restraints that that comes with, they had to bump back uh, most of their launch games. And so people are so mad because Halo Infinite got bumped back. But like, yeah. uh, guys, like, I don't uh, know, like we're in a global pandemic. I think maybe they should have bumped these console releases back, but clearly that wasn't going to happen. So, well, like cyberpunk is coming out for all the systems around this time, right? Mm-hmm. It was delayed though. So November, November 19th, it's coming out. Yes. So it's not like it a launch twice, day. Actually. Yeah. But like it's, but I think they're not going to delay it at this point. They're launched. Um, yeah, it, it is. It is November 19th, but that's only the PS4 and Xbox one versions, which you can play on the new consoles. The upgraded visuals like ray tracing and all that stuff no. isn't coming out. day. No, eight. no. But, but what about the PC version? I'm sure the PC version will have it. <laughs> so I could just play it on my PC is what you're saying. Yeah. Well, basically, all of this comes down to if you I mean, it always is. Well, you, I don't know. Just play it on your know, PC if you want the real experience. But I don't know. But I don't know if, um, you know, I, I have a pretty decent gaming PC. Can it do 4K ray traced Cyberpunk 2077 like at full graphics, which I assume is what these consoles will be able to do? Yeah. Like, pr- probably will not be that great of an experience i mean well that's why you pick up the rtx 3080 i mean is that it is that all i have to do is pick up the rtx 3080 how much is that selling Mm -hmm. for how much is that 700 if you can get your hands on one but i think they're going for like 1200 on ebay oh well fuck that rtx 30 won't fit in my case i have a i have a mini atx case a mini itx sorry it's It's probably the same size as your case it's the size of like one of those turkey legs people eat in theme parks i love turkey legs (laughs) <laughs> what is, what is that what are you talking about i have no idea what what you just described the turkey legs that people eat in theme parks what are turkey legs that people eat in theme parks those words don't even make any sense you've never me. seen one of these they're like the size of a human arm and they're really thick they look like a giant drumstick and people just hold the one end and eat it while they walk around a theme park and they smell like meat and you can smell them from a mile away. And all right, like, I can buy this right. I can buy this right now. Seven twenty nine. How long is this card? This is what people tune into this to listen to, right? It's me shopping. This is the anyway. Two hundred eighty five so millimeters. So about the PlayStation Five. Yes. Um, I got my pre order in. I'm excited. I understand that. Like, I'll be mostly playing old games on it for a little while. But I, I'm, you know, that that's what being an early adopter is. Um, mm-hmm. In other news. 
other mm-hmm. product announcements. On the same day of PlayStation, Facebook did a three-hour tour of their Oculus AR, VR, whatever. They're oh doing my God. smart it glasses. It was so long and so creepy. They're like, basically, okay, so basically they introduced the Quest 2, which Ray really likes. I don't think any moral human being could well, purchase a Facebook product. Well, but I mean, it's 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 kind of the, for most people, it's like the only choice. Then don't know? do VR. I, you have to have some standards for what there's you're a, doing. There's nobody, and nobody Facebook else is, is doing so it. Like, I, I agree Facebook's evil, but nobody's doing a, a holistic VR package like this. I mean, it just is no one is no one has is is offering a such a complete picture. I hate to say it. I hate then to give them any do credit. VR. I, I, in well, my opinion, either man, do PSVR or don't do VR then because uh, they, they're a terrible company. Anyway, they're in addition to their, you know, new headset. They're also doing this project aria thing which is terrifying they're basically they want to create smart glasses that they're ori- they're first going to use for testing and then they want to roll out to people which have like cameras all around them and microphones all around them to map everything in your house and listen to everything so that they can like deliver you services and you can like neural click if you want to hear parts of conversations or tune people out it's like so weird and uh, it's terrifying. I mean, like the the way that the, the fact that they don't hear it when they're saying it, right? And the weird like ways that they phrase things so that they don't come off as as like super creepy. Like they say user centric data instead of like your private information. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. It's it's it's. Uh, I mean, Facebook is the last. It's the last um, company you want to produce glasses that like are on you while you're doing things in your personal life, you know, like, like you do, when I think of the companies that I would be comfortable with who, you know, are going to monitor what I'm doing from like my perspective when it's like I'm at home or I'm at work or whatever, Facebook is absolutely on the end of the list. I mean, like Palantir is, is probably lower maybe I mean, they're already doing. I mean, they explaining in their little thing. They're like, so you know, tech has been able to map the outside world and all of our roads and traffic, and that's been great. We're even getting into uh, like some insight into some store layouts so that you can see where you're going before you go there. But what we don't know is what's going on in your home. So what we would like is if you wear these glasses and you take it through your personal spaces, and then we'll be able to more like contextually serve your needs. And it's like, no. Right. No, I don't need you to know what my bedroom looks like to serve me fucking ads for a gay cruise. I really don't. Well, I mean, it could be good. I have no interest. I'll be honest with you. I mean, people keep talking about the AR stuff. I know. I'm sure at some point down the road, I'm going to go, wow, you know what? This is, it turns out this is what I need and this has changed my life. I do think, I mean, and listen, I'm maybe I'm an old person now. You know, I started this game as a young man and now I'm just a broken down piece of meat. But um, I don't think I want glasses with like heads up information about what's going on that are like recording. I don't want like a neural click where I decide with my intention that I don't want to hear someone speaking and then they their voice disappears from my ears. You, I don't think that know. that will be good for us. Well, this is what all of the um, Deus Ex series is really about. If you've ever played any of the yeah. Deus Ex, uh, uh, you know, is uh, – 
all about like, should we modify our bodies and, you know, become one with the machine or is that a bad idea? You know, I think it's and a I bad that, idea. The jury's out. <laughs> I mean, things have gone so well so far with, with, with the way, you know, the internet has played out. I was like the greatest thing you could do. If you really want to fight for humanity, the greatest thing you could do is figure out a way to destroy the internet forever. Like, I'm sorry, but I think if we just destroyed the internet forever, we'd all be a lot happier. If we could just find some way to permanently shut it off. <laughs> and I say this as a person, I spent my entire life telling people about how great the internet was. You know? I know. Well, it's, like, you know, it's like any other drug. You know, we've been taking it and we're like, this is great. You should try this. I freaking love doing this. And yeah. then, you know, a few years down the line, you're like, I am a hollowed out husk and all I have is this drug. Yeah. Um, I mean, I do. I and think we probably shouldn't give it to kids anymore. Yeah. I think that's right. I think you're right about that. Um, I do. I would say, you know, it's, it has its uses. You know, there's some good stuff on the internet. I, anyhow, Facebook is not one of those things. As far as good things on the internet go, Facebook isn't one of them. Um, and so I would just say, you know, I'm not interested in their fucking AR glasses. I do – listen, the thing about VR is like Oculus is relatively removed at this point from like Facebook in the sense that like I'm sure they're like But you collecting, do need an account. You need an account and I'm sure they're collecting data on what I do in the Rift or the Quest or whatever the fuck they call it. Uh, the Quest is what it's called actually. Um, but like I'm also like I don't care, I guess. You know, so I, I don't care that they care. I don't care that they know that I'm playing you know Vader Immortal. And now also you don't, but and when doing VR porn. Your your work habits and when they're tracking your exercise and your personal. Yeah, but I'm not doing I'm not members. letting them do Yet. they don't have access to any of that. Yet. How would they get how would they get access to it? I mean, they have access uh, anonymized to what you talk about in Messenger and what you post on your Facebook wall. I don't talk your... about any I don't talk about anything in Messenger. No, I know, but I'm saying for the people that do. And so if you start engaging with their products and you're like, well, you know, I go in the public spaces in Facebook Horizon. So, of course, they're allowed to listen to me there. It's a I'm not going space. into – I'm not using their Horizon shit. I'm not doing but any of that. people are. And I – Oh, yeah, I'm yeah. No, I get, I, get, I see what you're saying. The rest of humanity is doing it. Yeah. I, I, I totally get what you're saying. I'm still shopping basically in the background, by the way. I'm still shopping for a graphics card, new graphics card, trying to figure out like – where I'm going to get the best price on a 3080. Like, I don't, do I need, do I need my computer if I have a new? Yeah, I definitely do. I feel like the choice for everybody is to buy a computer yes, instead of, of getting a new console. Sorry, I don't mean to I go mean, back this to this. This is what Reddit has been telling everyone for years. Well, but Reddit tells it to people in a bad way that is unattractive. And I think that there's a better way to say it, to be perfectly honest. Like, it's like PC master race is not the message I think we want to send these days, you know? I don't think it sounds very good. I think when I hear the words PC master race, I think of Nazis. And like we have a bunch of real I Nazis. I can't imagine why. <laughs> we have like a bunch of actual Nazis like running the government in America right now. So I'm sorry. I swore I wouldn't talk about this. Um, but many people are saying uh, a many lot people of people are saying if we just cure, <laughs> if we just create a pure race of Aryan men. <laughs> By the way, by the way, oh, sorry, getting back to the Xbox launch games because we never talked about them. Uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, not that interested, but more interested than most of the launch games for uh, the PlayStation. Destiny 2 Beyond Light, absolutely zero interest. Dirt 5, a small amount of interest, but very, very little. Gears Tactics, negative interest. I would say it makes me less interested in the console, generally speaking. Tetris Effect, 
uh, flat line of interest, like could take it, could leave it. Certainly probably don't see myself playing it anytime soon. Watchdogs Legion. Fairly interested in playing it. Would probably oh, enjoy it. It's going to be all over Watchdogs. And then Yakuza Like a Dragon. Pretty interested. And so, guess what? Yakuza Like a Dragon comes out two days after it's on Xbox. It comes out for PS4 and PC. Oh, so, fuck yeah, baby. <laughs> it's we, not, well, we, I mean, there's nothing on the table that's like, I have to play that on the Series X, PS5, right. RTX 3080. Like, we're not there yet. But I, th- I also think like launch day versus launch window. I agree. Is, is, the, is the thing to think about. Like, Talk to me by June, and whatever games are put out in that like window are for all for the early adopters. The real yeah, I, push for these consoles and the real test if they have good games is next holiday season. Yeah. The other thing is that um, the Xbox, and I don't know how the, the PlayStation, you've done a little bit of, of, of thinking and writing on this. The play, PlayStation has this new bundle, right? It's of games or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and Xbox has Xbox, uh, what game do they pass. call it? Game Pass. Are they calling it Game Pass? I cannot get these straight. But they have a ton of uh, titles. So a ton of titles. The Game Pass has over 150 titles, including new releases, day and date with retail. Yeah, and they have and like – it says they, they're going to have 40 games that are optimized to take it full advantage of the Series X. And uh, yes. Which is and interesting. You get the PC games. You get the cloud gaming. We've discussed this. What PlayStation is introducing is just a, me- a way of co- confusing consumers. It's a way of like muddying the waters for moms and dads who are shopping. Because they're bundling in with PS Plus what they're calling the PlayStation Plus Collection, which is like some of their bigger hits from the PS4 era for free for download while you're subscribed. But they're all games that if you wanted to play them, you already played them or they're available for $5 in a greatest hits like resale or whatever. They, they, they're like God of war and like, um, until dawn, like things you can get for super cheap already. And you already know if you want to play God of war. So I don't really, this is a, I don't know. This is a way for Sony to people love God of war. Is it good? I've never played a God of war game. I I have no interest in God of war. The name itself just kind of turns me off. You, would love it would i i like a good story i like stories that's what this is i like a good story and it's a story of fatherhood and like epic clashes between Mm. like man and religion and there it's just really good it's great i'm trying to think of the last truly great game that i've played i would say the last of us 2 even though i was very frustrated by the ending and its whole vibe um although it was very very good I mean, Horizon Zero Dawn. I'm trying to think of the last game I completed. This is not interesting. Maybe it's not interesting. Maybe it is interesting. I, You know, it's tough to find a good game. There should be somewhere where you can have a list of games that you've played and whether you like them or not. Does that service exist? Steam. <laughs> I don't... I mean, I have my... I, have, I don't think I've ever completed a game on my PC. <laughs> And you're I out here think, trying to get a thousand dollar graphics card do, retrofit. All I do, machine. all I do is buy. All I do is buy new games. Like, That's your favorite game is shopping. <laughs> I'm like, maybe this game will hold we'll my attention. <laughs> well, yeah, maybe this game will finally make me forget about reality for a few <laughs> moments. I'm trying to think of like games I've played to completion on my PC. What are they? Here's games I've recently purchased. Okay, oh, you ready? God. You ready for this? Mm-hmm. How do I get to my um? Uh, they don't really make it easy to get to your uh, 
like how do I get to my games? I'm on the I'm on the website. It's like just take me to my games or purchases. They don't even have library on here. Like <laughs> this is bad. Yeah, Show me my I, I games. will say people love Steam. I it's not a great front. Very end. bad. No, it's really bad. It's janky. Horrible. Horrible. Why can't I access my I just want to see this is like my public profile. This is very bad. Uh points shop. That's fun. Home. Chat. Support. No, just take me to my library. It doesn't exist. Anyhow, all right. What else happened this week? There was some other news, wasn't there? What other? I mean, there's TikTok. There's, every day we get an update that TikTok is it's now the TikTok some other company. T- TikTok of TikTok, which the is bloodiest company of it ever. Yeah, TikTok I mean, is probably going to do some partnership with Oracle to establish a U.S.-based ownership of the app, but the largest shareholder will still be ByteDance from China. It's so whatever. Uh, the The fact that Trump did all of this because K-pop teens didn't like him, and the fact yeah. that he ended up settling on like approving a deal with his best friends over at Oracle is just gross everybody's gross it's so stupid we just burned through so much goodwill cultural capital with china which like you can dislike china a lot great cool i don't like a lot of stuff they do either or or us or you know fucking you know japan or france or russia but guess what we had a lot of goodwill going and we were like on a good path towards a non uh, contentious non-violent sort of relationship with I mean, the, you know, the other world superpower here, and we're burning through it here's the thing here's the thing the world is very complex oh, by the way resident evil 3 i finished uh <laughs> resident evil 3 i finished zombie have not finished but i've played it a lot metro last light not finished dying light not finished stanley parable i quote unquote finish i don't know if you can ever finish that um gone home i finished um <laughs> Securo, I just bought this. <laughs> I hate it. Hate it. Hate it. Hate it. Cannot stand it. Kind of fun, but kind of hate it. Uh Batman Arkham Origins did not finish it. Hotline you Miami. Arkham Orange Orange? I No, I I, I finish I finish Batman all of games. I finish all of the other Batman games. I got this as a free download when I bought Origins like, sucked. I'll be I, honest. I bought yeah, it's not fun. I bought a graphics card like it was like one a graphics card I bought like 5 years ago and it's like free Arkham Origins oh, download. Of course they did. Yeah. I'm like, okay, sure, I guess. It's like that I've, and Titanfall 2. They give it away with french fries. I've given it I've given it 2.4 hours of my life. Uh so I bought this game Daymare 1990 1998. Have you seen this game? No. It's like a it's like a weird b-movie version of a resident evil game which is weird because they're kind of like b-movie versions of i mean they're like b-movies um it's sort of bad but sort of good in a way um anyhow boneworks certainly have not finished alan wake just restarted vanishing of ethan carter this is a game that i always think i'm going to play and then i really never do this is great right i have so many games oh i brought uh, hellblade i i bought not really a fan Kentucky Route Zero never finished. Disco Elysium never finished. Doom haven't finished. Half Life Two I have finished. <laughs> Episode two. <laughs> I like thinking um, that. First off, great. I like thinking that you, you were talking about the original Doom. <laughs> uh, Josh no, 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 Doom. On his this is twenty sixteen. No, no, twenty sixteen. Not interesting to me. Not interesting to me at all. I definitely there's a type of game I don't like, which is a game where it's like, except for the except for the new Wolfenstein's which are great or Wolfenstein's depending on who you talk to. I think those are really fun because they have like kind of a fun story. Doom is like, I just get nothing out of it. Um, 
Yeah, there's a lot of games I haven't uh, finished. I just bought a Call of a Call of Cthulhu. Have you played that game? No. It was I've on sale. It. it was on sale. Alex, Half Life, Alex or Alex? It's Alex. Haven't started it. Okay. Um. Anyhow, there's a bunch of Resident Evil games that old ones that I haven't played. But so so getting back to what were we talking about before I just started going through my games? TikTok. We, TikTok. Uh. Oh, what I was going to say is the world is a complex place and you know China China is uh should be our friend in some ways and and shouldn't be in other ways. China chi- I mean China is a um now look we can't police the world. We don't want to be the world police. Um we can't force everybody to become a democratic country. Um but we can at least stick to like some basic, you know, beliefs in in how we think people should be treated. People in China and in places like Russia are treated now. I don't. I. I don't. I haven't lived in either of these places, and so I. I will say I don't know personally, but but there is a lot of of very good uh, uh, evidence that people yeah. in places I mean, there like are China, Chinese organ farms, and there are you know Muslims in concentration camps in China. They're a horrifying right. country, but like it's, it's we're pretty bad too. And I'm not saying it's a false equivalency. Right. I'm saying no. like we have to have a working relationship with the but world we should, superpowers. Right. This is my point. This is my point, which is like we can we can reject uh, the values or some values of a country while still maintaining some type of relationship with them. Now, yeah. I will say like I, you know in one place where Trump and I, Donald Trump and I, possibly agree. Oh God, <laughs> is that uh, you know. The white race is the master race. No, the one, the one place where Donald Trump and I, I mean, I don't really know what he thinks about this, but his policy, he seems to suggest that he feels that we, that in the globalization of of production, we gave away a lot of what was happening in America in terms of our ability to produce our own goods. And we we shifted that production. And maybe he doesn't actually believe this because he may not be thinking ever about the actual realities of this. But we shifted that production to places where people essentially were paid little to nothing and treated like slaves to produce goods for the rest of the world. China is one of those places. And and where where I will agree with maybe some uh, of the more conservative people in America who believe that like we should have kept manufacturing jobs here and we should not have allowed our companies based here in America to go shift their manufacturing overseas for pennies on the dollar. I mean, I think there's a, that really fundamentally fucked up a lot of the world. I mean, you know, it gave us things, but it also took a lot away. I don't know that America would have ever become the manufacturing powerhouse that China has become, but that that powerhouse was built on the, with the blood and the lives and the sweat of, of actual human beings in China who have been, a lot of them have been really tremendously abused to get there, you know? And it is true that in doing that, a lot of production that was happening here in America has just gone away, has just, you know, people just don't have jobs anymore. The things they used to do, they're not doing here anymore because it's cheaper to have somebody, to pay somebody pennies on the dollar to do it in another country and then ship the shit back to us, right? I mean, in, in the most basic way, that's real and bad. And I think it's been detrimental to like, humanity in a lot of ways um but this tiktok thing (laughs) this tiktok thing has nothing to do with any of like trade deals or or policies or privacy or data or security or the treatment of human beings or the spread of democracy It, it has everything to do with trump's ego and that's it and we've wasted a ton of time and a ton of breath on a thing that shouldn't even matter 
Like it just shouldn't, we shouldn't even be talking about it. It's a total distraction, you know? And so, so, you know, I think it's like valid to talk about China as a force in the world that, that, that may produce some good and absolutely does, but also has to be called out for shit that they're doing that isn't good. You know, this is true of any country and including us, right? I mean, so I get the point of trying to make a stand about some, you know, Chinese company that where you feel like there's a real where something real is happening. The problem with the TikTok stuff is it's not real. It's not uh based in reality. It's not like we're talking about fantasy. We're talking about Donald Trump's fantasy, you know, and that's like if we're gonna if we're gonna go after Chinese companies, you know, if we're gonna try to try to impose our will on these companies or say that there are places that we I mean, like, you know, fi- show me real examples. What is the re- no one has even produced an example of what TikTok has done? We don't even know what the we don't even know what the president's grievance with TikTok is. Do you probably about Charlie D'Amelio? Yeah, exactly. Well, she's on she's on Triller now, which I assume I have to assume because it's uh, the president and his children signed up for it. I have to assume is a right wing TikTok. It is. Um, and that's how I'll be describing it to everybody who I meet. <laughs> who's like, who's, who's out here? Like, it's actually it's open a, up my Triller account. Well, Triller, Triller is actually. I mean, we had we wrote we did this piece about um, Travis Scott's collaboration with McDonald's and how dumb it is and bad and how like sellout culture is just completely over the top now. Because um, Travis Scott does cool collaborations, but the McDonald's one wasn't one of them. But like Triller's partners are like. Universal Music Group and Spotify and um, Def Jam and Atlantic and Sony Music and Epic and Island and RCA and Republic Records and Warner Records and Capitol Records. They, they are basically the mainstream version. They're like – it's like I guess they're trying to like find a new way to get people paid for music, which you know is good. Kudos to them for that. Like it's a good idea that people get paid for making music. But like the people behind it are just a bunch of massive corporations that steal money from artists. And if you follow Kanye, you can hear all about that. Oh God. Um he went on it. You can also hear him piss on the Grammy. You can see him piss on a Grammy. I gotta say, big a big leap, big leap for Kanye, a man who was very worried about who won a VMA to be urinating on a Grammy. You know what I mean? Who do you think had to take the Grammy out of the toilet? I mean, he has several handlers and people who will get the Grammy out of the toilet. I don't know. Maybe he like, maybe he was like, now remove this toilet, shut the toilet, have the toilet removed and put into a trash compactor. <laughs> no, he'll put it in a museum and be like, my most genius work of art. I mean, honestly, it's not I, I'm bad. I'm Steve Jobs. I'm Walt Disney. It's not bad. <laughs> He's all of those things. I agree. I agree <laughs> with that, man. <sighs> all right. Anything else we need to talk about on this podcast? I feel like we've been on the air for uh, seven or eight hours. I don't know how long we've actually been talking. Let's it's go been to nice things. One hour and eight minutes, according to this recording. You want to do nice things? Yeah. Um. Oh, wait. Before we do nice things, can I complain about this teapot that I got from Amazon real quick? Sure. <laughs> so I've been, you know, I'm, I, I'm historically and traditionally, oh, I didn't talk about my food thing. Maybe that could oh. be my nice thing, though I don't even know if, it's, if it falls into. You know, traditionally I'm a tea guy. I mean, I got I started drinking coffee when Laura and I started dating, 
Um, she was a big coffee drinker, but I've always been a tea drinker and I brew like a very strong black tea that like is, I would say the closest thing to prescription speed, you know, that you can get that's, that's, I mean, I, I honestly, when I used to, when I had a recording studio and we'd have bands come in, I would have this like tea that I brewed and I would brew like multiple bags of black tea in a, in a coffee pot. And so it would keep it hot. Like it was a little bit of a, you know, a little, little hack, little life hack. Um, but people would like, I remember I grew up with very English grandparents who made tea in very specific ways. And this all just sounds horrifying. Yeah, I know. I, I know it does, but it was great. And honestly, I had bands that would come in and record with us and they'd be like, um, like we drank some of your tea and I feel like they would be like, I feel really fucked up right now. And like, I need to like, <laughs> to like, go you're for like a my, walk. my tea. Oh, you mean the Coke water? <laughs> yeah. The <laughs> Coke juice. Um, anyhow, anyhow. So, so I've been, I lately, have gotten back into having tea. Like I'll make a pot of tea. And then I have, we had Laura bought me this thing that was like, um, it's a teapot and it has a tea light underneath it. And you, you brew the tea and that you, you, you know, you put, it has an infuser, you put the tea in, it turns the water, hot water into tea. And then you can put a little tea light underneath it, which I guess is why they're called tea lights to begin with. Um, mm-hmm. which had, I'd never made the connection about at whatsoever. <laughs> and it keeps the tea hot, you know, or at least very warm, throughout you know for several hours you can have it sitting on your desk or whatever so so she bought me this thing and i loved it and then it broke because it was made of this very fine thin glass uh you know as they do and i was like oh man i know i'm not having my pots of tea anymore and i'm like well i'm gonna go buy i'll just get i'll find another one on amazon as one does and i'll buy that and i'll use that so i bought this this teapot and it's like it seems great it seems like everything i want and and every time you pour it every time you pour tea out of it tea co- goes spilling out of the side of the fucking mm. thing and it's like it's like if i pour it over the base with the tea light on it it will like extinguish the tea light while i'm pouring it which is very aggravating and so um anyhow now i'm i'm just like every time i every time i have to go and get a cup of tea i'm like aggravated and frustrated and upset and that's not my nice thing um separately and then we can get maybe this is a nice thing and maybe not i've started eating uh, vegan, vegan food and r- basically like raw. I can't like, do raw, not processed nah. stuff. No, I uh, love vegetables, but I they mean, need cooked. salt and, and no, 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 no. And... This isn't like totally no. This is like seasoning and cooking. It's just not no processed stuff. Very little oil. Oh, I thought you meant like uncooked. Not no, 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 not uncooked. It's just like raw, like in in that like. And I don't know. Maybe I'm using the term wrong because I've. Just, I think I'm you just, are. I think you're thinking like clean or whatever. It's like clean. I don't know. Maybe it. that's what it is. It's like it's like, but it's like no processed stuff. No, not a lot of oil. Like no butters. No um, seasoning is fine. You know, a variety of different vinegars are fine. Like stuff like that. A little bit of oil. Uh, but you know, obviously, no animal stuff. No. You know, and I'm eating a lot of beans. That's really what it boils down to. Because I'm like, when, but I was, but I was, I was. We were talking about this before we started. When I was uh, a young man living alone in New York, my a, a meal for me on a regular basis was a, a can of beans with like salad dressing on it. And uh, honestly, psychotic, psychotic, Josh. No, Don't tell people that I was, like, I was like, I was like Rorschach. I was like Rorschach, basically. Yes. <laughs> like, but honestly, I was. I felt great. 
I felt great. My meals were like. Yeah, I mean, I that was, is what we're supposed to be eating. Like, I mean, unquote. sort of. If I our mean, bodies not were, like were being were being treated correctly, it would be like some beans, a small amount of animal fat, and like, you know, exposure to the sun. And that would be all that we're about when in our bodies. But like, we are not. We are human yeah. beings who are allowed no, we to are. eat Skittles. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I, I had, a, I would, I mean, for me, it was like, you know, I would not have breakfast. I'd be drinking my crack tea all morning long. And then, <laughs> and then I would have like four, like a four o'clock, like meal, I would have the beans. And then, Later in the day, you know, when I really wanted to luxuriate, I would go to God Bless Deli Grocery in uh, Greenpoint and I would get – this is when I was eating meat. I would get a turkey a turkey sandwich uh, on a roll, you know, turkey on a roll, which we had like um, – I would say a pound of turkey on each sandwich. You know, you know a New York Deli sandwich, they don't hold back. Mm-mm. And that would be my big – that would be my big splurge. And that was like – three dollars it was a three dollar sandwich i used to i probably have talked about this in the podcast but i used to factor my days in like when i was spending money like when i didn't have a lot of money it would be like how many how many god bless sandwiches is this like the shirt's like twenty dollars i'm like Ugh, that's like several god bless sandwiches you know that's like I several to days basically of to my grocery shopping at the dollar store at the corner for like a year so <laughs> i feel it um where what diet is this? Like, where are you getting all of this? So okay, okay, okay. So 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 I found this this book. I was talking to a friend, and they were like, "Oh, I'm I'm like doing this thing, and it's like this guy's diet, and it's like there's a book, and the book. Well, first off, it's like an idiot's guide book. I don't even want to say the name because I don't I don't want to I don't want to expose my I'm too ashamed, honestly. But the foreword of the book. So I started looking at it on Amazon, mm-hmm. and the foreword of the book is written by. Pendulette. And oh, no. let me tell you, I'm no fan of I'm no fan of Pendulette, okay? <laughs> I'm not he's not for me. Like I'm just it's just a little too he's a little too much like a Joe Rogan kind of. Like I bet he's been on the Joe Rogan experience like yeah, several times. Yeah, he's a guy times. who's like, "Hey, actually oil companies are good for the world." That's No, I, I, I but the show but the, the the concept of that show bullshit that he did that they did was like actually it's like a pretty good sh- idea, which is like shit isn't what you think it is except that their stuff was like you know it's like recycling doesn't matter it's like okay yeah i don't know and so no doubt we're gonna get a lot of emails here about how recycling I mean, doesn't the show matter you, but yeah no i'm sorry the bullshit show was was at what it, itself bullshit i don't know if it was a joke, no no was i a like lot it, of really I like, bad information you should w- go watch adam ruins everything who is a much better version of that <laughs> show yeah i like i like a contrarian viewpoint but anyhow but but pen pen gillette uh writes the foreword and he's like you know, he's like, look, I was like really fat and like dying. And I'm like, okay, I don't agree with him on a lot of things, but I do agree that like at, at certainly at some point, Penn Gillette was very overweight and <laughs> he did become less overweight. And so I'm like, you know, I'm not like, I don't have like, I don't, I'm not, I don't have a massive weight problem, but I do think that I eat very poorly. Um, and anyhow, so I'm just trying this. And so far, you know, I don't know, jury's out. I feel pretty good though. I feel pretty good, but I ordered a box. Do you want to know my two stories about Pendulette? <laughs> yes, I do. You have two? I like that you have two. By the way, I saw one, one really quickly before you go into your stories. One year, the Engadget team went as a group to see the Penn & Teller Las Vegas show um, uh, you know, in Las Vegas during CES. And I guess it was, you know, it was pretty entertaining. All right, go ahead. Tell well, your story. Well, I went to um, 
the night before they did like a dress rehearsal for their Broadway show. And I went to that. And of course there's like four people in the audience because it's a dress rehearsal. And so they were like, we need a volunteer. And I was like, I'll do it. And um, the trick went wrong. Uh, even though I was doing my thing correctly and Ben Gillette fucking hated me. And afterward, like people got together to talk about like, Oh, that was so great. Thank you for coming. And he fucking made it clear that he thought I was the scum of the earth and he fucking yeah. hates me. And well, he has wrong. one of those like insane memories. So I know, if I, but I think he might be face blind, but I, I, in any event, Aren't I think he all? probably still hates me today. The other thing. He probably doesn't Penn think Gillette, about you that much, but I'm sure if he saw you, he'd be like, oh, I hate that guy. Yeah, I'm sure he would, but that would be unrelated to uh, <laughs> the dress rehearsal. Um, the other thing about Pendulette is, do you know what he has a patent on? <laughs> um, I, I mean, I feel like this is going to be something. I feel like this is going to be something sex related and something gr- really gross, and I'm going to be very upset after I hear it. <laughs> he invented a bathtub that um, stimulates a woman's. Um, groin area and has space for a man to eat her out underwater oh, for no, extended periods of no, time. <laughs> no, no, no. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Underwater? Yeah, so there's space for a man to like fit in while the like a man stimulation of pen, a man is of, of pen size? Because he's yes. like also 6'7". Yeah, I'm, I'm talking a large man because, you know, you could just get a tub, but yeah. pen needs like accommodations <laughs> one, or whatever. One could. Well, he lives in Las Vegas, so I mean, you can't just have a tub. So uh, he so invented wait. a series of, of, of water pumps that squirt directly into a woman's um, crotch, and then it also has space for a man to be down there assisting. Oh, Oh, so it's one so much, presumably it's so much worse. It's so much worse. One presumably has a scuba mask, and then there's just like a sex soup happening um, that he's it's, in. It's so much worse than than I would have than, than I would have expected. Um, I encourage you. the user. The, the user. I encourage the listener at home to uh, Google Pendulette sex tub and look at the diagram that he drew. It's uh, it's really notable. <laughs> yeah, I mean. It's bad. I mean, what you're describing is just really bad. Um, I, I listen. It's exactly what I expected. It's t- more disgusting, of course, than I could have expected. But also, what does he have? Like a snorkel? Is there like a snorkel apparatus? I have to assume that there's some kind of like nose snorkel. <sighs> it seems like a lot of trouble for one very specific sex act. I mean, yes. honestly, I know that I know that people like to you know I, I accessorize. Like that's great. I support that. I just feel like that particularly feels like a lot of effort. And also like he like he was like, this is so good I have to patent it. Like this is so this is such a, a, he was a like other people are gonna get here. He's like he's <laughs> like, this is such a big deal that I have to make sure no one else can claim ownership of this. Okay, like there's sharks, a, he, here's like there's my a race. Like there's a big there's a big race for Mark Cuban, are you in? Or are yeah. you out? Uh, it's bad. Barbara, I know you're buying. Um, yeah. Okay. So my nice thing. Let's yes, do your nice thing. <laughs> yeah, please. Yeah. There's a new game out. Um, it's in preview. It's in preview stage, I guess. Um, I'm not a battle royale person. I I can't get into Fortnite. I've tried. Um, I enjoy Overwatch, but that's is that a battle royale? Really? No. Mm. Um, but. Uh, there's a game out called Spellbreak that I love and is super fun. You're like a wizard and you run around collecting like loot in order to power yourself up and the map slowly gets smaller 
and then you have to battle with other wizards and like a magic battle and then you die and you get points and then you start over over and over and over again and it's just really addicting and weirdly fun and it gives you a lot of like time and space to like breathe and get used to it and like customize your character before you get forced into these conflicts it's it's just really fun and addicting um i think it still has like some balancing issues and stuff that they're probably working out because it's in preview mode but it's free it's available everywhere it has cross play um and it's a lot of fun and i recommend you download it and give it a try because if you hate it it was free and you could just delete it um and that that's my nice thing i think i think that's it everything else this week was horrible well, I mean, I've had we've seen worse weeks. I mean, honestly, all things considered, it was not the worst week on record. I I will remove the <laughs> phrase "horrible" from my labeling of weeks when I can leave my home. That's, yeah, that, well, that's when I'll that's what I'll call it a good week. Yeah, I mean that makes sense. Um, my nice thing. What is my nice thing? I got. Uh, well, I told you I got this shot in my uh, spine slash neck or whatever. I I think it's done something. It's I supposedly it takes a while to for it to be fully. I mean, I feel like it should immediately work, but uh, I don't know how this stuff works. I have a pinched nerve, which has made it very hard to like put my head in certain positions and made it very painful and uncomfortable for like the right side of my back and arm. Um, and so uh, I got this shot. It seems to have done something. And I just, you know, my nice thing is like the the magic of doctors. I will say this. We've been watching the Nick which is about like the kind of dawn of surgery and like proper like medicine, the way the, the, the Western medicine, the way we have, you know, mo- the, the, the way we perceive it now. And it's, it's sort of incredible because, you know, if, and I, I think a lot of it is based in, in fact, and a lot of it is based on real characters, you know, where we've come in like a hundred years time in terms of medicine is nuts. You know, and 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 honestly, like I have a newfound respect for doctors just watching that show, thinking about how what an insane mystery the the human body is, and the fact that anybody has ever figured out anything about it, the fact that we've ever figured out any way to take care of it, that people can go, you know, have, we're used to live like, uh, people used to live to like forty, and that was like old age, and now they live to a hundred on a fairly regular basis. You know, that's nuts. Um, and Whenever so anybody expresses appreciation for Western medicine, I, it's important to note the amount of people that like the amount of exploitation that all of that was built on unnecessarily. Well, obviously, um, obviously, there's no question that there's exploitation, but it is still, you know, there's a lot of uh, no, I mean, it's it's actually the show touches on a lot of the. Like kind of horrendous on yes prisoners and black yes women. it actually yeah. touches on that quite uh not heavily but quite but it is in there and it's funny because laura's been reading this book about this about this um this doctor who was trying to figure out like mental illness and his solution and he's actually in the show it turns out this is completely unrelated but she was reading this book about this real doctor who's who was um who believed that mental illness was like all in like the teeth and his oh God. and his in his his fix was like to remove people's teeth that it was like an infection in the head he's like oh i like remove my kids teeth like which he did oh um God. like as a preventative measure i mean just insane shit like people were doing the most fucked up shit i mean exactly to your point like the treatment of these doctors treatment of people was like absolutely they were just experimenting on people uh, and the show goes into that quite a bit and it is like somewhat shocking, but, but, but my own experience having just had, which is like a very, I think a very minor procedure, but 
it's been a while since I've had like, you know, they use like a, a needle and they inject like steroids into like literally like into like in between your spine and stuff. And it's pretty, pretty amazing that they use an X-ray to like see what they're doing. And, you know, this show, like on the show, the Nick, they're talking about the invention of the X-ray. Like when it's like, oh yeah, you can stand here for an hour and it'll give you an X-ray. And it's like, now we have like the most insane. Anyhow, the point is, uh, the point is play with radium. It will end well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's, I just think, I think, uh, I don't know if this is a nice thing or just a, just a thought that I've been having. And, you know, it's, it's pretty amazing. Um, I mean, well, I think a lot, I've been thinking a lot about it because of all of the, the doctors who've been working, you know, during this pandemic and being exposed to obviously a very deadly illness and caring for people and, and having to make decisions for people in a, in an unbelievably extreme uh, uh, you know, sort of state, and and you know, I think back to not that long ago when we were having like when when in New York there was like a massive outbreak of this disease where people were where hospitals were absolutely like overloaded, and you know bodies were being stacked three high. I feel like I talked about this recently on the podcast. You know, bodies were being stacked like three high in trucks outside of hospitals because there was no room left for them, and like you know, we went through some really fucked up shit. And obviously, doctors played an enormous role in in helping to uh, f- make it much better than it could have been, you know. But but uh, anyhow, so I've been thinking a lot about it, and I think you know, modern medicine kind of a, kind of kind of a marvel, definitely built on the on the on the bodies of of a lot of a lot of people um, uh, uh, who were you know abused and and taken advantage of, but also you know. But also a lot of really brilliant work done by people not doing that who were legitimately trying to find answers to very complex problems. And I guess the the long and short of what I really want to say is that my nice thing is I hope my fucking back goes back to normal so I can pick up Zelda and not have weird tingling in my arm when I'm like writing a blog post. And uh, yeah, that so would I be guess good. I guess we'll see. We'll find out. All right. Let's wrap. Let's wrap this thing up. Let's get out of here. Bye. Bye. Well, that is our show for this week. We'll be back next week with more tomorrow. And as always, I wish you and your family the very best. Though I've just been told that your family subscribed to the one service. Unfortunately, it's BlackBerry One, so really not very useful.